Welcome to America's Horse on America's Trail with the Mustang Discovery Ride. I'm your host, Julianne Neal. With a goal of 5,000 miles, 5,000 Mustangs, the Mustang Discovery Ride team hopes to bring attention to adoption into appropriate homes for these living legends. Enjoy the ride. Okay, I can get out of the truck here. Oh my gosh, I'm wearing shorts for the first time today and my legs are stuck to the leather seats. <laughs> you look good with makeup on and everything. Dang, girl. I know. Lots of news today. Come on, Zen. You're oh, the- long. Yeah, yeah. You know, Claudia told me that the other day and I was like, yeah, I guess, but I leave it up in that braid so often that people don't really see it, you know? Right, right. It looks great. Love it. Thank you. Yeah. So where are you right now? Okay, we are in uh, Orange County, (laughs) Indiana, in Salem, Indiana. Indiana. That's fantastic. What's this, State 5? State number five. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're cooking now. We're like four days a ride from Illinois and a time change actually. Oh my God. I'm going to miss Indiana then. Cause by the time I get there, you'll already be in Illinois. What? Well, maybe, I don't know exactly when you're coming, but, uh, yeah, well, we're, we're moving. I'm headed to Kentucky this weekend, um, uh-huh. to go to the, well, it's not called the Rolex anymore, but that. Right, right, right. The three day. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, wow. Hello there. <laughs> so we've started shedding a little bit, it looks like. Oh, man. Yeah. Ben, Ben's starting to look almost black now with all of his <laughs> oranges winter hair falling off. So. so shiny, too. Dang. Yeah. That, that Omega Fields, you know, it's, it's, it's work. <laughs> It does. It does. Oh, well, this yeah. is, oh, I'm so glad to talk to you. So it looks like you've got warm weather, short pants. Do you ride in yeah. short too? No, no, I don't think I could handle the chafing. Yeah. Bruce rides in the shorts. And so I'm like, more power to you, man. I can't do that. Oh yeah. There, there's no way. Also, I'm really shy about showing my legs off. So it's not very often. It's just so stinking warm here now, right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, good deal. Well, tell me what's been going on. Tell me about it. Catch me up. Yeah. Man, I don't even know where to start. Well, last time I talked to you, it was kind of a cloudy, windy day, and Claudia had just joined the ride. Um, okay. And so I'm excited, excited. She's still with you, right? Yeah, yeah, she is. She's still with me. Okay, there's Claudia and Pistachio. <laughs> oh, wow. He's yeah. So- <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, I had one of my worst days on the trail so far. Uh, um, it was my last day in Ohio, actually. And uh, yeah, I'm going to come hang out with Stash over here. Yeah, that'd um, be great. But yeah, so that happened. Um, we kind of got kicked out of a place. Uh, and we ended up having to, it happened so last minute and my phone had broken and we got kicked out of that place that we actually had to trailer into Indiana. So that was kind of sad for me to like not ride across the Indiana, Ohio border there, but, uh, Oh, wow. 
Yeah, I guess everything happens for a reason. And ever since then, Indiana has just been amazing um, in terms of just how kind people have been this whole time on the trail. And you've been riding him a little bit, it looked like. Yeah, yeah. I finally put my first ride in on stash uh, the other day. Um, I had two people riding with me. And so, yeah, that that was great. Um, it, it really meant a lot to me to have three Mustangs that I kind of tamed and trained uh, to be able to be like ridden in, down the road on in some crazy situations and uh, be able to trust them to take care of everyone I had around me too. So, Right, right. Oh, God. Well, you were talking about, I didn't mean to distract you, but you were talking about your terrible, what is that book called? The Terrible, No Good, Horrible, Awful Day or whatever. <laughs> so so tell me more about that. The phone, the the kicking out. I don't even know what that's about. But uh. yeah, so um, trying to cross Cincinnati, um, we, what were we doing? Um. Gosh. Okay. So I trying to cross Cincinnati. It was one of those nights where I couldn't exactly door knock um, because we're going into the city and there's not exactly very many spaces available. Right. And so I just Googled um, like stables essentially in Cincinnati. And I just sent out a bunch of messages on Facebook and I was like, well, um, if anyone, you know, is willing to host us for the night. That'd be great. Well, I sent those messages out at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And this, uh, stable owner got back to me at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, he let me call him and we had a great conversation and he was like, yeah, come on down. Uh, you're more welcome to stay here. So, uh, I ended up riding from East Fork state park, uh, to him there. And yeah, so I ride to him and then, um, it was a really nice place, you know, stay for the night or whatever, but we were only supposed to be there one night. So, um, we start riding out the next day, but I mean, the day just started off bad. Like Claudia couldn't find her checkbook. Um, I had rolled my phone up in my sleeping bag into my bedroll and yeah, I mean, so like the day kind of started off just one of those days where it wasn't great. Yeah. Well, we didn't get riding until I think like 10 30 or 11, which was much later than I wanted to start just because we were a little disoriented that day. I can't remember what else exactly happened. And like, we get on the road and we're finally going and then our radios aren't working. We had them on the wrong channel or whatever. So we were wow. having some communications between us. And then my phone fell out of my pocket. Turns out like, and I like go to look for my maps and I can't find my phone. And I was like, oh no, okay, like, let me go back. And that's actually where the uh, the video of me riding through the concrete jungle came from. Um, <laughs> trying to get back to go find my phone. Well, I find my phone. It's on the ground on an on-ramp going onto the highway that we were supposed to be on. And it's shattered. I mean, it it was badly shattered. And then like the SIM card wasn't working. It wasn't reading that. And so, I, like I said, it was pretty late and uh, we were only a mile into the deal. And I was like, I just, I can't do it today. Like I've lost my navigation for the day. We're going through a big city. Like, yeah, I had to get some things taken care of. So I called the barn owner and uh, I was like, hey, uh, is it okay if we stay another night? Like my phone shattered, uh, this, that, and the other thing. And he was like, oh yeah, that's totally fine. 
you guys are more welcome. So I was like, great. Okay. Well, next phone call I get is actually from Lisa. And Lisa's like, hey, the news has seen you guys. Uh, they'll be there in 30 minutes. And I was like, okay. So I'm like trying to put my face on, trying to like put myself together after I'm like so mentally distressed about breaking my phone and everything else going on that day that I was like, okay, like this, this is what I need to do. Um, and so the, the news broadcaster, she shows up, she sets up her camera. I've got the horses ready and everything. Uh, Claudia had gotten lost at some point. So like, I was a little bit worried about her showing up in time, but she came back just in time for the news deal. So we get the horses there. We're sitting in the interview and, uh, yeah, the, the barn help, um, shows up and I'm not trying to be mean about anyone. So I won't say my real feelings about him, but like he shows up and, uh, while I'm being interviewed, like, like there is a camera sitting there, I'm sitting on the horse, I'm answering questions and he shows up and he was like, Hey, like my boss, the barn manager wants to talk to you. And I was like, uh, like, can you not see that I'm in an interview right now? Like gonna need a minute. And, uh, so he like takes the phone away, but he's like, he has her on speakerphone and he's talking really loud. Like while I'm in this interview, I'm sitting there, like still on my horse, the news broadcaster is still getting B-roll. And this gal, Heather starts talking to me and she was like, Hey, like you can't be there. Um, I was like, uh, like, you know, I have permission from the barn owner yeah, uh, to be here. And she's like, no, like I'm bringing 11 horses back. They pay to be here. Like you just, you just aren't allowed to be there. And I was like, um, like if I need to, like I can tie to my trailer, I can set up my electric fence on like that grass patch over by the campers. And she was like, uh, no, like you just aren't, you can't like, you're displacing these horses. And I was like, like, I, I'm not trying to displace anyone's horses. Like I'm having a really shitty day. It's now like two o'clock. Uh, my phone is broken. And she was like, I don't care. You have to be out of there before I get back. Oh, and I was like, well, I can't put horses in my horse trailer. Like, please understand that I'm riding across the country. And she was like, I just don't understand how horses that just stepped off of a trailer can't get back on. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like they weren't on the trailer. They were never on the trailer. They were never on the trailer. Like there's so much crap in the trailer that I can't put horses in there. And she still was like, she was just horrible. Like I just, I Mm. publicly can't say my true feelings about that woman. Mm. But, uh, wow. So I end up kind of just hanging up the phone on her and the guy, like the barn help who had, yeah, not very many brain cells up there. He's like, well, all the gal who I was supposed to stay with two nights from them, the first stop in Indiana. And she said that we could, um, bring everything there, uh, and unload it at her place. She had a big hay barn. I was like, okay, like I will drive to Indiana. I will unload everything out of this trailer. And then I will come back and I will get my horses. Like, yeah. Um, and that, and that's what we did. I mean, it took us six, seven hours to do that, to drive and unload everything out of the trailer and then come back and, uh, pick up the horses now empty trailer. So it was just this whole, whole thing. But I mean, like that gal, um, she, her name was Angel. And like, I mean, she was my godsend angel that day, uh, where we, our first stop in Indiana. And like, I'm so grateful for her. Yeah. Um, 
to help, to help me because I mean, that, that was really like my day from hell and in a lot of regards. And she actually had an untouched Mustang on her property. Wow. And, you know, like it was one of those days where I just wanted to go like curl up in a ball and cry. And I just hadn't dealt with anyone so mean on this trail. And uh, I ended up working with that wild horse for about two hours in the corral. And I just felt like a new human after that. Like it was exactly what I needed um, to kind of yes. pull through the day. So uh, just amazing to be rescued by so- someone named Angel and have the opportunity to work with a wild horse. So uh, yeah. just was like how, how the trail just keeps giving back, um, especially when you need it. So. Well, it's funny because you, we've heard story after story of the good in people and the kindness that you've seen from people and all that. But I yeah. knew somewhere along the way, you're going to meet an asshole. <laughs> There's going to be one out there. I don't know where, but it sounds yeah. like hopefully, hopefully that was the only time that'll happen. And um, the rest of it will be smooth sailing. Yeah. There's some bad eggs in every basket, but man, she was a rancid one. I <laughs> Well, I'm so sorry to to bring all that back up, but I knew there was more to the story and and more behind all of that. So, yeah. So I'm so glad to see Claudia walking around back behind you and Finn and and Stash and Chileno looks like he's way over on the other side. He must be. Yeah. So I do have to separate my horses um, every night just because, uh, yeah, Finn's kind of a giant black lab and he eats everyone's grain (laughs) and Pistachio and Chileno are like, grazers when it comes to the grain so they eat a little bit here and then they walk away from it and then they come back and they eat a little bit more so uh so finn can't eat everyone's grain um they they are separated that's a good thing Uh, totally understandable mine are all the same way winston would eat everybody's everything so yeah it sounds like you're back and forth now then between indiana and illinois and so i'm very excited and i think it's about two weeks i'm gonna come and and like tell you and follow you around and film some stuff and just um, enjoy being with you for a little while. So my question is, I'm going to be the guinea pig person because I'm not the only one coming and dropping in and coming along for the ride. It sounds to me from talking to Lisa, like you're going to have a bunch of people from now on doing a day or two days or two weeks or whatever. So tell me about logistics. Um, on behalf of all of us who are getting ready to ride with you and for Stash too, tell me about how does how does it work? I mean, if there's somebody that's just coming for a day, I'm guessing they just find you and and if they're on their own horses, they just hop on and you go for a ride. But what if somebody's doing an overnight or a week or two or whatever? How does it work? Yeah, so I mean, it really varies for what people's doing people are doing. So, um, generally when like people just join me for a day, what happens is they pull in, um, they park their car where I've got the trailer. And then, um, so what we do is we ride for the day, like away from the trailer and we have the support truck following us. And then at the end of the day, um, I grab the support truck and I come back and I pick up the trailer and, um, I usually bring back whoever it was, um, that rode with us to their car. So, Mm -hmm. um, how that one works. Um, if people stay with us a little bit longer, we find a bit safer place to leave their car. And, uh, um, yeah. And then they, uh, can camp with us. They can, um, I have extra tents. Um, I have a few extra supplies for people that like fly in and stay with us and ride with us. Uh, Phineas over there, he's kind of my family minivan. Uh, he's Mm -hmm. safe and solid for anyone to ride. And I, I really trust him with about anyone who I put on him. So 
Good, good deal. Well, I know at the time during the time that I'm coming along, I don't know, I'll just sleep in the car or something. Um, but I know you've got some other folks coming up from Florida too. And so we're gonna have like a little um gathering, I guess, of of people and Lisa's gonna come down. So it's gonna be a fun time. I'm very excited. We're gonna have gonna have a good time. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see Lisa and uh, be a part of her, her podcast and everything. Again, last time I was on her deal, I had a lot of technical difficulties. So, so what's the weather like? It's, it's hot all the time or does it cool off at night? Um, I mean, it was really hot last week. We hit some higher temperatures this week. It's cooled off a little bit. Um, searching for new hats. Claudia and I have been talking about changing our schedules. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll see it. It's kind of been varying. Uh, I think I'm upgrading my sleeping bag to something that's a little bit lighter. Yeah. So yeah, yeah uh, I've been pretty lazy, so I haven't been setting up my tent. Uh, I sleep in the truck. Claudia sleeps in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's really pick your own, pick your own adventure. Pick your own place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Well, I keep hearing from talking to Lisa Dearson on the phone, I keep hearing about plans for Colorado, plans for Utah, plans for out West. Do you, how quickly do you think you're going to make it out there? And is, is there somewhere you got to cross before winter? You got to worry about snow and stuff like that coming in? Um, yeah. So the way that the trip is shaping up is, uh, yeah, I guess I can announce it now. I don't even know if you knew about this, but um, my friend Karen, who was actually taking care of pistachio here, and she actually has my mare salt, uh-huh. um, she is setting out on her own long ride. And she is riding from the state of Washington, and she's meeting me in Moab. She's calling her trip uh, Mustangs to Moab. Oh, wow. uh, but just due to the timing, we're actually going to count her miles towards um, my 5,000 miles, essentially. Uh, cause she's taking nothing but her Mustangs as well on the trip. And so I'm really excited for that. Cool. And she, she's awesome. But her date is she, she's not like me where she's taking like a year off of her life to go for a long ride. She's, uh, doing 1400 miles in three months. And so oh. her date is August 5th. And she's like, you better be there. I'll see you August 5th in Moab. <laughs> wow. Now where's Moab? How far through is that? Yeah, so that's um, on the eastern side of Utah, so just outside of Colorado. Okay, so you got to get through Colorado in July. Yeah, yeah, which is, uh, it times out about perfect. The snow should be out in the mountains then. Um, so I'm excited, excited for that. Can yeah. you hear right, even with this wind? Yeah, the wind did just pick up, I can tell. But no, I can still hear you. It's good. It's okay. good. Yeah. yeah. That works out about perfect. And then it gives me the chance to uh, get across the rest of Utah, Nevada, and across the Sierras in California uh, in time so I don't become the next Donner Party. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm exactly. I'm about 5,000 miles, but I will be riding like 3,600 miles, which I think yeah. is still yeah. accomplishment. Um, but That's yes, I mean, taking a little bit of detours off of the American discovery trail just to be able to make those miles in time. Yeah, definitely. So for right now, are you still sticking to the tra- American discovery trail pretty much? Um, right now I'm a, actually a little far North of the discovery trail. I think I'm about 40 miles North of the d- trail right now. Gotcha. Uh, it, it's prime Amish country up here where I'm at. Okay. And so 
I have some great shoulders on the highway uh, that I can travel down and make some miles pretty quick uh, down these highways in a, in a really safe manner. So I decided like, you know, I've got to cut some miles somewhere and this is a really safe spot and easier spot to do that in. Yeah, definitely. Is there anywhere along the way coming up that you're going to be totally off highway and just on trail through, through like, Um, (laughs) yeah, you know, everyone thinks I have like these big plans about everything, but that's not really the case. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know yet. Uh, (laughs) Right now I know that like my next stop is Paoli because Ever since I hit the fairgrounds in Scottsburg, the next fairgrounds got me hooked up, which I'm at the fairground in Washington County now. And this got me set up at the next fairgrounds 20 miles away in Orange County. Um, And so, and then they've got me set up at the next fairgrounds 20 miles beyond that in Shoals, uh, Indiana. So like right now I'm just hopping and skipping fairground to fairground each day. That's um, fantastic though. Cause I guess you, do you have electricity or I don't even know if you need it, but. Yeah. So the electric fence, it runs off of a solar box, a solar mm-hmm. charge. And then um, as far as like our phones and technology and stuff, thankfully we have the truck so we yeah. can charge everything in the truck. Good. Um, yeah. Right now we're charging our Beamer blanket from uh, clearly Ross right now in, in one of the sheds just because it's easier and it's faster that way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're self-supported in a lot of ways. um, That's so cool. Well, I wondered about things like the Beamer and the phones and all that stuff. I'll have all the cameras and things to have to charge up, but I think most of that I can do in my car. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a Beamer fan too. I'll have to tell you, Roz has Bruce and I hooked up and I had a car accident. I don't know if I told you that or not, but I had a car accident like two weeks ago. brand new. Yeah. I had car two weeks and then crashed a deer and I, I ended up a lot better off than the deer did. I'm sad to say, but, um, I, after that I was like so sore and I just said, I called Roz. I was like, all right, give me a Beamer plan. So it worked yeah. out well. It helped a lot. So does that count as one of my Beamer plans? I'm no, to- actually we were before you. <laughs> Sorry. <All right. laughs> we're doing the same thing. Sell 10 beamers and then I get to keep this one. <laughs> We're on the same plan. And I have to tell you, it's worth it. I I can't tell people, you know, I it's I'm always sore. I have arthritis pretty bad. And so I'm always sore. And since we started using it, it's not, I don't have the problems. Y'all are doing the horse one, right? Yeah, yeah. So we we have the horse one, and you know, ever since I started using it, it's been really amazing. Um, right after I started using it, it was actually the first time Chileno like laid down and let me approach him and now they all the horse all three of the horses lay down and uh they're super calm in every environment but um you know we're super fortunate to have so many great sponsors that yeah uh, are on so many things and so it's kind of hard to see like exactly what uh product what for the horses and that that was the number one change that I saw on my horses is just like uh they get beamered every night after the trail and uh it it just relaxes them and they feel super good after, after these long days. So, yeah. um, you know, moving and grooving. So we're, we're making miles and cooking now. Well, I'm very excited to get out there and, um, it looks like y'all are in a re- really good spot for tonight. So I'm glad to see that. Glad to see it. Yeah. The Indiana hospitality has been something that I just can't wrap my head around. It, it's been amazing here. I mean, all the other States have obviously gotten me by and got me through and 
been kind enough to me. Uh, but Indiana, it's been phenomenal here. So shout out to you guys. And it's not even a long state. <laughs> well, and too, you've had a ton of media coverage there. I mean, news broadcast every day. It seems like I was, I kept getting stuff here. She's on the news again. She's on the news again. So that's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, a lot of that news coverage came out of Cincinnati there and, you okay. know, I'm crazy for riding my horses through the cities, but this is how we're getting the coverage and this is how we're spreading the message and my horses can handle it. I mean, these Mustangs are absolutely amazing and I wouldn't ask anything of them if, if they didn't agree to it. So um, yeah. I'm really happy that I can help my horses so much to, to do things like that. Maybe next podcast, let's talk a little bit about how people can figure out if, okay, I want a Mustang. Now, what do I do? You know? So yeah. that's part of yeah. it. I have 10 wild animals and I've gotten them each a different way. So um, yeah. there, there's a lot of different ways out there to, to adopt one of these wild, wild animals here. <laughs> they look pretty wild to me. <laughs> uh, well, next, next podcast, that's going to be my mission is that we'll talk about how to make all that happen for somebody who just doesn't know. But in the meantime, I'm really excited to catch up with you in a couple of weeks. All yeah, right. Thanks. Thank you, Julianne. We look forward to riding with you soon. Me too. I can't wait to see you. If you'd like to know more about the ride, please visit www.mustangdiscovery.com. If you'd like to support the upcoming documentary or docu-series, please visit jamediaconnections.com. We really do appreciate your support.